Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. And welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today we're going to be discussing keep flying higher. Okay, we've got to keep flying higher. We've got to keep looking forward. We've got to keep chugging along. And today I want to talk um, quite a bit about the eagle, um, the American bald eagle. It's uh, just an just a unreal bird. Um, if you've ever had the opportunity to watch them, um, their how they nest, um, how they hunt, and all those types of things, just pretty cool stuff. I, I want to say we all have crows in our life, and let me explain what do I mean by that. Well, crows attack eagles. They're known to attack eagles. They've been doing this for years um, because the eagle is the king of the sky, and a crow is just a crow. So when we talk about your crows today, I want you to just think about that. A crow is just a crow, okay? They like to agitate they like to aggravate by pecking them. And many times what happens is the crow will jump on the eagle's back and um, start pecking at its neck and plucking out feathers. And um, the eagle does not respond. What the eagle does is it starts soaring. And it's pretty uh, interesting to know that the eagle can soar up to 135 miles an hour upward and up to 180 miles per hour downward. Fastest bird around, uh, that's for sure. And it it uses the flapping of its wings very little. It soars. And uh, it uses the wind for its strength. So the eagle has two ways of eliminating a crow. Number one, God gave eagles an, an extra lens um, it's kind of like a polarized dark lens that it can bring over its eyes and it can literally fly right into the sun. So when it does that, it uh, the crow is blinded and it falls off. Okay, so that's one way to get rid of the crow for the eagle. And then number two, um, an eagle is known to soar um, as much as 20,000 feet high uh, above sea level. And uh, God gave it special lungs and uh, a modified hemoglobin, which helps oxygen adhere in the blood, to the blood. And the crow runs out of oxygen. So as the eagle is soaring high into the high altitudes, the oxygen becomes less and less. The eagle's fine. It can breathe fine. But the crow ends up running out of oxygen, passes out, and falls off the eagle. And then the eagle can continue to soar and be king of the air as usual. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Stop wasting time with crows in your life. And everybody has crows. I've had several crows. I have crows right now in my life. They, they can haunt you. They, they can peck at you. And crows do not like you. Let me just say this. Crows do not like you. If you're someone that has to be liked, 
you're in trouble because crows do not like you. Crows can represent a lot of different challenges um, in our life that we face each day. I've seen companies spend all they had to try to outdo their crows, which in this case was the competition. You don't have to prove anything to your crows. This is good advice, folks. You don't have to prove anything to your crows. I remember my, my first heating and air conditioning job, um, he let me go after about nine months. He said, you'll never make it as a mechanic. And it was a smaller company and they were probably doing somewhere around 500,000 a year, maybe, maybe 600, who knows. You know, we ended up surpassing them, you know, 20 times fold. But I remember um, he let me go. I, I went to work for a couple other heating and air conditioning companies and then we started McAfee Heating and Air. I remember going into a supply house to pick something up and there was the owner of the first company who let me go. And he was very uncomfortable around me. Uh, I wasn't uncomfortable around him. I'd just rather not talk to him, to be honest with you. You know, I didn't have to prove anything to him. I didn't go in there saying, this is what we're doing and we're so busy, like some people do. Um, and it didn't have to prove anything to him. I didn't really care. All I wanted to do was survive and then thrive. Um, because when the, at the time I ran into him, we were probably only a one or two man shop. So, um, but you don't have to prove anything to your crows. All you have to do is fly higher, which means work harder, work smarter, all those types of things, which we'll talk about. Crows can be seen as critics. They have loud opinions. They try to distract you. Um, you know, some people call them haters. Um, you can call them whatever you want. They're crows. They constantly peck away to see if they can get you off your game, okay? Your job is to stay on your game, okay? Your, your job is to stay focused. But we got to be like the eagle. We got to have laser focus. Laser focus is the mental ability to give 100% of your attention to the task you've prioritized in the present moment. Now, it helps if you put all other thoughts aside and sustain the energy required to reach your goal. Let me tell you about how the eagle does this. An eagle, again, they're, they're gifted. They're gifted by God. They're the strongest, the fastest. Um, they're talked about in scripture over 30 times, but they're the bird of the air, okay? And they've been gifted with a lot of different things. I mean, they can they can almost turn their head around 340 degrees. They can see a rabbit move three miles away. And basically how they they focus is they once they see that rabbit or the prey they're after, they don't take their eye off of it. They do not take their eye off of it until they get it. And that's laser focused. What could we accomplish rather if we were more laser focused like the eagle? Here's what I wanna challenge you with today. Um, let everything that's disturbing, uh, that's distracting, that's causing you grief, just make it fall off, okay? You make it fall off by flying higher, working harder, working smarter, doing things others aren't willing to do. If you choose to fight, you're wasting your time. I've chosen the wrong way. I've chosen to fight. It, it doesn't, it's not good. It's a waste of time.
It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. And, and you don't get anywhere from it. So just continue to soar higher, fly higher, and you're going to be much better off. When people criticize you, which they will, you know, if you're a, if you're an overachiever, you must have thick skin because people are going to criticize you. When people criticize you, go higher. When life challenges you and tries to knock you down, go higher. When endless problems peck at you, go higher. You fly higher by getting better at what you do, by reading, a lot of reading. Most leaders are readers. Praying, if you pray, you know, pray for guidance. Pray pray for tougher skin. You know, pray, pray that things don't bother you as much. Uh, my younger days, I just let a lot of things bother me more. Reading, praying, take classes. There's a ton of classes for entrepreneurs today. Uh, just a ton available. Get your eyes off the crows because a lot of times we want to focus on the crows. That's the wrong thing to be focusing on. And just work on getting better. Work on improving you. When you work on you, you start improving and you start flying higher. You will have less temptation to look at your crows, okay? You're less tempted to look at your crows when you're working on you. We have a big enough job working on us than to worry about the crows. You know, those that enjoy tearing us down, they're out there, folks. I mean, they're out there. They, they enjoy tearing people down. They're, but they're in the lower altitude of life. You know, it's the it's the low level. I'd be in, I'd much rather take the high road, the higher level, the higher altitude. You must fly higher by doing things that they either can't do or won't do. And that's up to you to figure out how. I mean, we've we've done a lot of things in 32 years that our competition just wouldn't do. They had the ability to. They had more money than us when we started doing them. They just wouldn't do it. They didn't they didn't think it was necessary or they didn't think it would work. Okay. And we've proven those wrong. Have we tried things that didn't work? Absolutely. If you're a go-getter and making things happen, you're going to try things that don't work. Get over it. Okay. That's where the tough skin, sometimes you need tough skin for yourself, for your own failures. When you're dealing with um, the lower level, you know, they end up passing out. Um, remember, many can't breathe at higher attitudes. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's about truth. But many can't breathe at higher altitudes. In the book of Isaiah 40:31, it says this, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. When we renew our strength, we practice at getting better in higher altitudes. Now listen to this. Military pilots must train for combat situations. Um, but they also have to spend a lot of time training to avoid hypoxia. And basically, hypoxia is just lack of oxygen to the brain. So when they're doing all those maneuvers and they're up in a higher altitude, they have to practice uh, dealing with hypoxia. So here's some symptoms of hypoxia. Air hunger. They just crave air. They're craving air. They need it. Cold and hot flashes. Their fingernails, their skin, and lips turn blue. And there's many other ones, but those are the key things right there. 
Now, they train to correct the situation because they're, they're trained to notice those situations. And if you watch the new Top Gun, Tom, Tom Cruise did a great job. Um, there was a lot of hypoxia in that movie going on. So, um, but they trained to correct the situation. They're trained to learn more about hypoxia and what it does to them, but they're also trained to correct and avoid the situation. I thought about that and I thought, you know what, uh, small business owners, we must heed warning signs in business, just like pilots must heed signs of a hypoxia. Here's some warning signs of a business. Lack of sales, lack of funds, lack of passion that you once had, lack of training. In other words, you quit training people. Um, you're you're burnt out, you're fried, you're just done training people. You, people keep leaving, why train? All of a sudden, payroll's running late. Your team's supposed to get paid on Fridays and you just don't have the funds available, so they're getting paid Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Being, uh, being put on COD uh, at suppliers, max credit limit. That's why you were put on COD at suppliers because your credit limit was maxed and you're not paying your bills. So they put you on COD. Anything else you want, you've got to pay cash for right there. And then a lot of people, what happens, they start putting it on the credit card and they max out their credit card and pretty soon they're just completely maxed. Uh, I mean, it's beyond a warning sign. I mean, red lights are blinking all over the place. Sirens are flashing and making a loud noise. Red alert. They've got heavy debt and basically everything becomes a struggle. I remember, I remember years and years ago, I started buying four family units clear back in 1994. And my goal was to get up to 30 and uh, 30 apartments. And uh, we got up to several, um, about eight family units. And someone told me who owned a lot of rental properties, they said, you're trying to run a business and you're buying these apartments and um, it's either going to become one heck of an opportunity for you. It's going to become a hassle. Okay. And sure enough, after a few people vacated the uh, apartment and left it trashed beyond measure, it become a hassle. And uh, it was no longer fun. It was no longer an opportunity for me. And I'm trying to run a business and do this, and it no longer became fun. So I sold them off, um, made money on all of them, and got rid of the hassle, got rid of the headache. And people ask me all the time, should I buy rental properties? I just said, be prepared. Be prepared. You either need to have someone running it for you, or you need to take a lot of your time to run it. And uh, just, just be prepared. A lot of people make tons of money in rental properties, and that's great. Uh, it just wasn't for me. So I say that to say, um, you know, someone gave me advice. They, they gave me advice early when I was in the opportunity mode, still buying them. Um, they said, it's either going to become a heck of an opportunity for you or it's be going to become a hassle. They, so they let me know that. That was a warning sign. It was a be aware, just be aware of that. And I was aware of that. It, it stuck. I mean, it's probably been 30 years ago. It stuck. And in order to, to heed these signs, you really have to have a business coach, a board of advisors, or good mentor um, or mentors 
to help you see the light where you are. And having these things, having these kind of people in your life will also, you know, help you fly higher. And uh, I've had a business coach um, for, for probably 30 years out of my 32 years. I hired my first business coach about second year into business. They're sponges, okay? And I'm a sponge, but I mean, I drain them for what I can get and then I get a bigger sponge and I keep going. And today I have, you know, bigger sponges and I learn. I'm constantly learning. I, I feel you've got to have a business coach. Clay Mateel was the um, owner, sole owner of Imes Pet Food. He sold it to uh, Procter & Gamble for a little bit over $2 billion. And he says, before I would have a popcorn stand on Times Square, I would have a board of advisors. Okay, that's how important it is to um, to a business. I guess I would just have to ask you, what's holding you back from not having good advisors, a good business coach? I mean, if you can't take advice or criticism, then you shouldn't even be in business anyway. It, it takes these kind of people to help you see the light and to help you fly higher. You see, all the all the other birds in the air that God created are forced to fly below the storms. They have to find shelter during storms, but the eagle is the only bird that can soar above the storm and avoid it completely. They soar higher than the storm. They just avoid it. Now, how can we do that? Well, for me, it's it's uh, my Christian walk. I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm at without the relationship I have with God and, and believing that um, you know, Jesus died for me and my, my Christian relationship, my Christian walk, do I still run into storms? Yes, but I can fly above the storms of life because of my Christian walk and the relationship I have with God. And that's what helps me personally. God is my shelter. He is my uh, time in need and he, you know, he, he watches over me and, uh, and he can do the same for you. I want you to know that an eagle mentality is committed to total discipline. I mean, these are disciplined birds. There is so much more to talk about the eagle, but today I just wanted to focus on how they handle issues in their life. But the eagle mentality is committed to total discipline, and it takes total discipline to be the best at what you do. I don't know. I mean, I told my kids, if you're not going to try to be the best at what you do, don't do it. Don't, don't just go out for a sport to go out for a sport. Be the best in the sport. Uh, be the best you can be. You know, if if this is number one and, and you're doing your best and you're down here, then great. I mean, you're doing your best. That's all someone can ask. Um, you know, if getting a C or a B is your best, then again, uh, be the best you can be. But don't get caught in the downdraft of doubt. And if you listen to all the naysayers and you listen to all the crows, you will get caught in the downdraft of doubt and it will take you down and it will take you under and you'll be out of business. And it also definitely affects your personal life. Live life like you only have one more day to live and just do your best and avoid the crows. There are always going to be crows in your life.
you, you can't get rid of them all, but you can learn to deal with them. You can learn to fly higher than them. You know, you can learn to watch them pass out and fall off. Okay. And it gets to be fun. Um, but again, that comes from learning, reading classes, praying, um, whatever it is for you. Before we wrap up today, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes um, or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because stuff like this you just have to deal with in life. I give you real, I give you real stuff that every business owner has to deal with. Uh, helps you grow your business, helps you stay on top, and definitely helps you sleep better at night. Now, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. And be sure to tune in next week uh, where I'll talk more about growing your business, thriving in your business. And uh, thanks for listening. As always, carry on and have a great day.